0: What is up everybody? Hey, I apologize. Let's just get this off the rip. It has been kind of a hot minute and I apologize for that, you know. This whole life thing, it got to me, you know, school starting up, baseball, whatever. I forget that I still have a life to live. I forget that I'm still an athlete. I got all this stuff, man. And I I apologize completely. I looked at my notes today. The last time I talked to y'all was wild card weekend, and so much has happened in the NFL. We don't even need to talk about it other than, damn it, Tom Brady's the GOAT, and that kind of sucks to say, but you know, whatever. Boys, boys balling, living his best life. You guys see Gronk hump the trophy, too? That was kind of weird, but... I'm not going to talk about me no more. Again, I just want to get that off the rip. I apologize. It has been so long, man, and I'm just happy I'm podcasting again, just talking because this makes me happy. I feel rejuvenated right now just speaking on the mic. Uh, if y'all don't listen to me because of inconsistent anymore, I only got to say so be it, right? Let's move on, though. This is where I wanted my podcast to get rolling, right around this NFL free agency time, right before baseball season gets going, right around when the NBA playoffs get going, so This is right where I want to be, so hopefully I can start producing a lot of content coming up again, but today we're going to start talking about free agency in the NFL because that's a hot commodity right now, and we're going to talk wide receivers because this year's wide receiver free agency class is kind of stacked, and I just wanted to highlight maybe the six most important free agency uh, targets for wide receivers this year. And in this order, we're gonna be talking about them: Chris Godwin, who just won a Super Bowl for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers; Allen Robinson of the Chicago Bears; Will Fuller, the PED man himself of the Texans; Juju Smith-Schuster, TikTok boy, Corvette, Corvette. Uh, yeah, you guys see me right now be hitting my dice roll, and Corey Davis, the beast of Tennessee. So we're just gonna move right into it. And before I start, you're gonna hear repetitive teams because certain teams need certain things in this market, and. Teams like the Jets, the Patriots, well, the Jets need a lot of help on everything, but beside the fact, the Jets, the Patriots, uh, Washington football team, you're going to hear them, the Dolphins, you're going to hear them come up a lot. So just be prepared for that. Be ready for it. But I think probably the most targeted free agent this year is Chris Godwin. Now, I would say it would be Allen Robinson, but the Bears are probably going to like try to f- tag him and all this other stuff. Godwin, it's likely you might see walk because the Bucks have so much stuff they need to do in terms of re-signing people. I'd rank Godwin maybe second or third on their list of importance to bring back. Ahead of him's is obviously Levante David, maybe the best linebacker in the game right now, emerged super highly. He's going to be a, be a linebacker of the future, one of the top dogs for years to come. And then maybe Shaquille Barrett might be ahead of him. Shaq Barrett's a beast on the edge, brings a ton of pressure, great run, run stopper. And then you go, you can debate that and Chris Godwin, but also they got to look for Gronk, Leonard Fournette, Ndamukong Sue, and Antonio Brown. So the Bucs got a lot on their plate in order for what they need to bring back to possibly repeat, which we all know is the toughest thing to do. But really quick talking about Godwin, we know he's amazing. He's had 65 catches on the season, 840 yards receiving, and seven touchdowns as a wide receiver number two to Mike Evans, who's a phenomenal top-tier elite wide receiver one. Godwin's going to be 25 coming into 2021 and he's definitely has potential to be a number one receiver on any nfl roster but these are maybe the spots that look best here's a team that can pay him and it's his quarterback right now's former team the new england patriots i'm sure many of you guys have heard that's a big target spot for a big wide receiver this year especially a guy like chris godwin they got 60 million plus in cap space plus the 15th overall pick they could likely draft a receiver there and build up on it but if they get a number one dog who's already established that team has had Terrible luck or terrible coaching whatever in developing wide receivers. So to get a guy who's already got a great skill set behind him It allows for them to move on through the offense and Hopefully do something well with that 15th overall pick another spot. Let's get to us some help down in Miami They got 28 million in cap space or around 28 million in cap space and the third overall pick It's likely they get a guy like Lamar chase or Devontae Smith the Heisman winner, but you add that with Devontae Parker, whether it's the pick or it's Godwin, they have the ability to pay him. The Dolphins already are looking like high contenders in the AFC. Maybe give the Chiefs a run for their money. I don't want to speak too soon, but they definitely got a young future. Um, outside of that, you got the Colts, who got $69.2 million in cap space. T.Y. Hilton is a free agent, and even if they bring him back, his skill set isn't looking as much like a wide receiver number one option anymore. But he is still a threat on the offensive side, especially if you add another target like Chris Godwin. And they got Micah Pittman, who, I mean, if if they sign Pascal back, they got Pittman, Pascal, they get T.Y., then you got Godwin, that's four great targets that you can hit. And then, obviously, the running game of Jonathan Taylor has been amazing. The rookie really showed up late in the second half. We talked about it before. Um, The Colts could be a really good spot for him. And the Jets, like I said, Jets, Washington football team, Dolphins, Pates, you're going to hear a lot. It's just depending on ranking of order of who they get. Godwin's going to be a top guy. But the Jets have 67 million in cap space. They got the number two overall pick, whether it's Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, whether they can trade for Deshaun Watson, or maybe they'll go with the offensive lineman and Panay Sewell. Crowder's really their only target at that wide receiver position. They got Denzel Mims, who's looked pretty good, but you just don't know yet. And the Jets obviously have the money to play. I don't know if wide receiver is their top uh top spot they want to fill, where they want to get the most money right now, but definitely look there. I'm gonna go with what seems predictable. Mike Evans has said he would give up some money, so there is a chance he could work out a deal with the Bucs, but I really think that the Patriots are gonna put too good of an offer for this young guy. Have the chance to be a number one receiver. I think what I've read is around seventy-five to like seventy-nine million in New England over the course of about four years. Send Chris Godwin to New England and all you'll be hearing is bring me my money. Yes, sir. All right. A-Rob Allen Robinson, Chicago Bears. He's so good, and it's well-known. I'm not saying anything that's crazy or out of pocket, but 102 catches, 1,250 yards, six touchdowns, and he's played his whole career, whether it's Chicago or Jacksonville, without a reliable quarterback, and especially this year, to risk your Foles to pick your poison kind of thing. Despite the Bears making the playoffs, shout-out to them. I didn't see it coming. A lot of people probably didn't see it coming, whatever. Robinson's probably the best wide receiver in this market, like I said, Godwin's ahead of him because it's more likely that he could walk. The Bears may tag them then work on a longer deal if nobody matches or ups that price tag. I think because they're so low in cap room right now, they only have about $10.5 million to spend in it right now. And Robinson's such a big name. He's going to be 28 years old coming into next season that... You try to tag them this year maybe work through a longer deal when cap room uh, becomes available So hopefully by during the season or at the end of next season, they can work a deal out You know a four year five year deal whatever That's probably what's gonna happen But I had fun thinking this one up the bangles are a really good option if Robinson's able to test free agency with Joe Burrow Who was incredible before he got hurt the young quarterback has a ton of upside to him as long as he comes back from injury well. They also have $41.9 million in cap. Maybe receiver isn't the spot that they're looking for right now, but if A.J. Green is gone, they still have T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd who are two great young receivers with a lot of upside to themselves. You add an established, phenomenal Allen Robinson to take some pressure off them and become the new number one in Cincinnati, that offense could be electric and have one of the best pass trios ever. In the AFC, or really even the whole NFL, give them a shot to compete now. Give them a shot to win now. As long as that defense emerges, you pair young Joe Burrow up with a already established phenom, Allen Robinson in Cincy. Give them the best quarterback wide receiver combination there is in the AFC. Maybe, maybe hot take. I don't know, but that's just that's just a good spot for him. Next, you gotta take a peek at the Washington football team. You gotta put it here because the money's there. They have plus fifty million in cap space. And if Godwin goes to New England, it's a high possibility. They don't really have a quarterback situation. I'm biased here. I'm gonna say it. I want Alex Smith to start. I've said it before. Comeback player of the year, nothing but the best. Uh they signed their playoff Magic Boy, gave him another deal. So there is possibility there. There's possibility with the they draft a quarterback. I don't know what's going to happen there, but that kind of makes it hard for me to think that Allen Robinson will go to Washington football team when he's looking to finally have a quarterback who's stable, and that'll bring you to the next team that you got. Well, let me slow the rules there. If he does pair with Washington football team, it puts him in a good spot because he's got Tarek McLaurin, and that could be a deadly one-two duo, both young superstars, McLaurin's uh, sky's the roof. He's looked really great, especially last year. And so you pair that up, that's a great one-two wide receiver combo. But now we can move on. The Jets, kind of the same thing, like I said, with Godwin. Um, Despite they may have Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, put them in a better quarterback position, they only got Crowder. And does does Allen Robinson want all that pressure with the uncertainty team? I think he wants to win, but I think what's going to happen is the Bears will work a deal with him with the tag this year, and then when more cap space is free, they'll work a longer-term deal with him. Regardless of what happens to him, he's an incredible wide receiver and he's going to put up numbers and produce. So I hope he gets his money and I hope he balls out. I hope he gets a quarterback, even if he stays with the Bears. I hope the Bears find a way to get a quarterback that can even just show how much of a superstar he is. Um, Because even with the great year he had, I feel like that was a very quiet 1,250 yards. But now we go on to Kenny Galladay. He had a hip injury. He only played five games. He had 20 catches for 338 yards and two touchdowns, which is really good through just five games being played and if you look back just a year prior to that 2019 was his best year he's put up over a thousand yards 2018 and 2019 but he had 11 touchdowns and 1190 yards in his 2019 season he will also be 28 years old in 2021 here's where it comes in the first team that I'm say is the jacksonville jaguars lots of cap space here and they need a number one option at wide receiver. They have some wide receivers in free agency who they could probably sign for pretty cheap, but you add you add uh, Kenny Galladay and then you bring in Trevor Lawrence. It gives him a wide receiver, number one, who's established, who's really good, who can get open downfield, shortfield, midfield. Uh, it seems like a really good fit, and maybe you can get him for a little cheaper than a guy like Allen Robinson, like a guy like Chris Godwin. And so it pairs a good option for you to keep building, keep drafting, keep signing other pieces that can get you in a better position earlier than what you may expect. And obviously, it depends on Trevor Lawrence developing the way that he should. There's a chance he stays in Detroit, whether it's with the cap, whether it's with they get a deal, Stafford gone, Goff in, it may entice him. Do I want to say they downgraded? I don't know. It's too early. I haven't been able to really get a full read on Jared Goff. I've watched a lot of of his games played, being that he was on the Rams in the NFC West, which As a Seahawks fan, I watch a lot of NFC West games, but I still haven't gotten that feel for Goff. I don't know if it's too early, but I'm starting to think Goff's borderline mediocre, and I don't want to throw around that word, but we'll see the new fit for him, new scheme. Maybe it works out better, maybe he brings the lines up, and with Galladay staying, it could help him. Washington football team again. They tried to sign Amari Cooper uh, when the Cowboys gave him that extension when they worked that deal out. They even threw more money to him than the Cowboys did. Just believed that Amari Cooper wanted to stay in a winning culture, a team that was already established wanted to stay with Dak Prescott Washington football team it's likely that they are going to be back in the market despite having Terry McLaurin uh, for a wide receiver and if someone like Godwin goes to the uh, the Patriots then this opens up a spot for the Washington football team to sign Galladay and give him some money and here's another situation I think is very likely for a guy like Kenny Galladay because the Colts can sign him for cheaper than they probably could sign say if Allen Robinson was on the market market. so I think this is a very likely situation there that the Colts add him even if T.Y. Hilton dips the other possible solution is what ESPN predicted and that's the Baltimore Ravens it's prominent now it's very obvious that the Ravens don't have a significant pass game Mark Andrews is a great tight end probably with even a better passing quarterback he'd be up there with like a George Kittle or Travis Kelsey he's still pretty young and still has a lot of room to grow and I'm sure he will but the Ravens Whether it's a running scheme offense-based or their quarterback doesn't have the options, I think it's that one. The quarterback, Lamar Jackson, doesn't have the options of receivers who consistently get open. Marquise Brown has a lot of potential, but he's definitely not a wide receiver. Number one, you add Kenny Galladay, takes some pressure off that man, allows the offensive game to be more diverse, and allows, hopefully, things to open up in the passing game. I think the Ravens would be a great job ESPN great spot. ESPN had it projected around four years, 74 million deal. So God is still getting paid a lot up there with a guy like Chris Godwin and just helped the pressure in Baltimore. Will Fuller is, was on pace to have a spectacular year. He still had a great year through 11 games, 53 catches, 879 yards, eight touchdowns. Again, through 11 games, he had that suspension that kept him out the rest of the year with performance enhancing substances. Regardless with it, I'm not promoting PEDs at all going into your free agency or you still put up those numbers. You're off the suspension soon. Like, make him a guy that's a hot commodity uh, to to obtain, right? You want that wide receiver who's so dynamic and explosive. The Texans may try to keep him. They got some space to give him a contract if they want to. I think they could tag it, save some of that money, and then try to build up with their picks that they're going to have, and hopefully they keep Deshaun Watson. It's starting to look like they're going to keep Deshaun Watson. I haven't really tried to make any – Say on that because it's so uncertain and it just seems almost impossible that the Texans can find a suitable deal at this point But you never know the Packers may be a cheaper option because of the PEDs now and you pair them with a guy like Adams and Rogers They could be a lethal combination and with Aaron Jones running um, Yeah, they went to the NFC Championship back-to-back years. They lost everyone knows but It's definitely Super Bowl possibilities in the realm especially if you add that number two option the Eagles here I think would be a tremendous fit for a guy like Will Fuller. They have Alshon Jeffrey, they have Jalen Rager, they have J.J. Orsega-Whiteside, but there's no big name there that can get deep, and whether it's Wentz or Hurts, you, know, you need someone that's going to make this pass game more reliable, and I think that's what made J- Jalen Hurts more successful than Carson Wentz late in the season, why they went to him, just because they had no option, kind of like the Ravens, that they just need a guy who could scramble a little bit better to move the chains. Don't be surprised if Wentz is still there. I'm just going to say it now. Don't be surprised if he's still there. I know there's a lot of rumors and sparks of Indianapolis, and I think that'd be cool, but I think with new coaching, if they sign a wide receiver, if they draft a wide receiver, there's a chance Wentz redeems himself in Philly, redeems his career, because I think he could still be really good. It's too early to give up on that guy. And then here's one that I kind of like, but it seems almost unrealistic, is the Panthers. They have DJ Moore, they have Robbie Anderson, they have Curtis Samuel, who... That is a really good trio. Despite Teddy Bridgewater, that was a really good receiving trio. But Curtis Samuel is a free agent's agent this year, and Anderson has one year just left on his contract. Both could be looking to take on bigger roles when they hit free agency Samuel this year. Don't be surprised if they make an offer to get him to just keep a wide receiver stability there. But I think the likely situation is the Texans tag him. They keep Deshaun Watson. They build, and they try to make something out of this mess that they have started. We'll see, though. Next on the list of importance at number 5 is Juju, TikTok star, Schuster, 97 catches, 831 yards, 9 touchdowns. And to me, when I read that, that's kind of a quiet 97 catches, 831 yards, 9 touchdowns for the guy who was 24 this year because of just how criticized and scrutinized he is for his TikToking and whatever. But Big Ben says he's willing to sacrifice some of his money. Juju is comfortable taking a team-friendly deal. He wants to stay in Pittsburgh. He likes his receiver core He likes his buddies. He likes the chemistry there and the Steelers really Aren't despite you say they have a cupcake schedule last year and that's why they did so well They still have a chance to win that defense is still very good They still have, like Big Ben still has some promise to lead a team to win a Super Bowl I'm not saying they're favorites by any means, but it's still there. The Dolphins have emerged as high favorites and actually seems like the likely deal. If the Steelers can't get a team-friendly offer to Juju Smith-Schuster, ESPN gives it around $70 million over a four-year deal to Miami, and I think that would be a great fit for a guy like Tua Tagovailoa, Devontae Parker, and maybe they still sign a guy like Lamar Chase or Devontae Smith, and then you have a receiving trio that puts Miami in a very good spot to win a Super Bowl. Bring it back up, Washington football team, Pats, Jets, it's all in order if the other guys, if they sign them, if they don't, whatever, right? I think it's either Dolphins or Steelers. Corey Davis is the last person on this list, but I think Corey Davis is so amazing. 65 catches, 984 yards, five touchdowns this year. He'll be 26 in 2021. And he did this as a number two receiver. He was barely shy of 1,000 yards as a number two receiver behind Brown, who is incredible. He was third in the NFL. This is Corey Davis, third in the NFL with yards per target at 10.7. Again, as a wide receiver, number two. If he doesn't stay with the Titans, he should definitely be looking to take on a wide receiver number one rule. He's emerging as a true superstar. The Titans want to bring him back, I'm sure, but they need it to be around $12 million in order to stably keep him. They only have a little over $7 million in projected cap space, making it tough to keep him. Washington football team Patriots are going to be in this mix again, along with maybe even Dolphins, just depending again on those other guys where they sign if they stay. I'm gonna say it again, I think Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin are the two main targets this uh offseason, and then from there you'll see a uh, you'll see the other guys kind of flow and spread out throughout those other teams. But this is probably the likely scenario is that he goes to the Packers if he can't reach a deal with the Titans. One, the Packers can pay him. I think it's a better spot for him than Will Fuller. So if if the Packers can't obtain Corey Davis first, then you make a play for Will Fuller. You can actually sign him. This is ESPN bleacher report. Some pretty credible sources here. You could actually sign him cheaper than you could fuller. ESPN projects it at four million, or sorry, four years, $52 million deal to go play with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, which got Super Bowl light-up explosive pass offense written all over it. But that's it. That's, that's the six best uh, wide receiver free agents. Also, there's a bunch of other great wide receivers who are in this free agent market. I talked a little bit about them, but... Stay tuned because NFL free agency is just getting started. I got a lot to talk about. Starting to write down ideas, starting to think ideas. Keep listening, man. I know it's been so long, and I really uh, I really appreciate just being back here talking. Send this to your friends. Share it. Like it up. Whatever it takes. I'm going to try to start getting more, uh, more active on things like social media, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. If you got my number, hit me up. Let me know what I can do better. Let me know how I can start spreading the word. This has been another episode in a long time coming in. Hail to the thorn. I appreciate the love, the support, everyone. Take care. Keep staying up. Keep that grind going. Blessings on um, blessings to all. Peace.